Piers Morgan loses his job for ripping woke princess Meghan Markle. The media rushed to defend awful New York Times pseudo reporter Taylor Lorenz. And Disney CEO says the Gina Carano firing wasn't political at all. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. The Ben Shapiro Show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Protect your online privacy today at expressvpn.com slash Ben. All righty. So the drama in the UK continues. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, now the drama has reached the point where the royal family has responded to the accusations made by Meghan Markle and Prince Harry in this bombshell interview with Oprah Winfrey in which she asked precisely zero difficult follow-up questions and allowed them to just essentially call the royal family a bunch of racist, bigoted, terrible people to the celebration of the media. And again, here's my view as an American. Royal family, they don't care all that much because here's the thing, we fought a revolution to stay away from the royals. But, but... The reason that the media have decided that the royal family is bad is because the royal family is emblematic of British history. The royal family is emblematic of British institutions, and therefore the royal family has to be torn down. And if you need a woke, second-rate American actress to do it, well then, that's what's handy, so just go for it. And anybody who stands in their way will be torn down as well. So the royal family has now issued a statement. And it's hilarious, because people on the left are pretending that this sort of hostage statement from the royal family represents them admitting the truth of what Meghan Markle had to say about them being racists and and them suggesting bad things about her baby or stripping her baby of, of his title, even though, by the way, the baby had no legal title under British law since 1917 because that baby is not in line for the crown. In any case, according to The Hill, Buckingham Palace is responding to Prince Harry and Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex's bombshell interview with Oprah Winfrey, saying the royal family is, quote unquote, saddened by the challenges the couple faced, especially those regarding race, because this is the way that you're supposed to deal. This is what the the PR experts tell you you're supposed to do when you face an accusation. You're not just allowed to say, I don't think the accusation is true. You're not allowed to say that anymore, right? Even if you're Andrew Cuomo and you believe that all the women who are now coming out of the woodwork are not telling the truth about things, you're not just allowed to say, I don't think that's true. You have to say instead, we are so happy that they are telling their story and they are entitled to their opinion about all of this. So that is what the royal family is now doing with Meghan Markle. They put out a statement that says, the whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for Harry and Meghan, which is not an admission of guilt, by the way. The issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. Again, not an admission of guilt or that any of the stuff that Meghan Markle said happened with regard to her going to the palace and saying that she was suicidal and them ignoring her and basically saying, well, whatever, lady or them being completely racist and trying to deprive her children of benefits, right? They're not admitting to any of that. They're just using the mush mouth kind of corporate speak that allows you to evade responsibility while simultaneously patting the woke on the head, right? That is, I'm very sorry you felt this way. I'm sorry you felt this way is what what the royal family is now saying. The statement from Buckingham Palace left room to dispute some of the couple's accusations. They said, while some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. Well, some recollections may vary is code for we don't think that what she's saying is true, right? That, that, that is what that is code for. Okay, if somebody comes to you and they make an accusation and you say, well, you know, my recollection varies. What you are saying is that you don't think that's true. That is what the royal family is saying. They're not admitting guilt. Now, I understand that the way our media work is that we are supposed to pretend that none of this matters, right? We're supposed to pretend that because Meghan Markle made an accusation and because Meghan Markle is a woke person. And she's released video after video over the course of the last year calling America systemically racist and suggesting that all of Western society is systemically racist and all of this. Because Meghan Markle checks all the proper woke boxes, this means we must believe her, right? Listen and believe. And apparently, not only is this mandated by our woke media, it is also mandated apparently by British law in some way. So our woke media, we're, we're totally on board with this. Don Lemon on CNN over the course of the last couple of days, he actually said, we don't even need to hear from the other side. 
right? Meghan Markle is so eminent, eminently believable and she is so victimized within the system that we can believe what she says because it rings true. Now, I have to say, we have watered down victimhood pretty far when you are talking about a woman who is a B-rate actress on a second-rate USA Network show becoming a princess of the UK and then leaving in order to get a giant Netflix deal and living on a $14.5 million estate in California on her mother-in-law's $25 million endowment. That, that seems not super victimy, especially when you're not providing any sort of extraneous evidence of the accusations that you're making. But according to Don Lemon, if it's good enough for, for Meghan Markle, it's good enough for Don Lemon. And being a great journalist, Don Lemon says, listen, this checks all of my priors. Since my priors are that America is racist, the royal family is racist, Western history is racist. This means that Meghan Markle has to be telling the truth. I don't even have to check the story. The story is too good to check. Here is Don Lemon, objective journalist, journalisming all over the place, hot, sticky journalism getting just all over the CNN studios here. People say, well, we haven't heard from the other side. What's the other side going to say? They're going to say, oh, of course, we're, we're not racist or whatever. But what did they do? Think about their actions. They, they did not stand up for their own because their own was married to a black woman, had a black child. They didn't listen to him inside of the royal family. They let him go. They let him leave the country. They wouldn't come to terms with what they wanted to do. So, listen, we've only heard from one side, but that one side at this point rings very true. Okay, it rings true. Therefore, I won't check the other side. That's great journalism, guys. Amazing journalism there from Don Lemon. So that is the way that most of the establishment media has treated the accusations by Meghan Markle. Now, here's the thing. The British public disagrees. According to the UK Sun, there was a poll. It said that 51% of Brits want them stripped of any royal title. <laughs> Only 28% want them to remain official members of the royal family after that particular interview. Okay, so over on UK TV, over on ITV, which is a big channel over in the UK, Piers Morgan was on Good Morning Britain. And Piers Morgan is a big critic of Meghan Markle. He has been for quite a while. He was kind of friendly with Meghan Markle for a while, apparently. And then she apparently ghosted him after she got involved with Prince Harry. And she was kind of nasty to him. And this is, you know, according to, according to Piers. And then he didn't like the way that she was treating the royal family. Apparently, she was trying to throw her weight around inside the royal family. She didn't respect a lot of the traditions. And so Morgan's been a longtime critic of, of Meghan Markle. Now, full disclosure, I'm friendly with Piers now. I mean, that is the hilarious of our, the, the hilarity of our current political moment is that anyone who doesn't buy into every narrative of the woke is now on one side and the woke are on the other. That is the way this works. So anyway, Piers Morgan was very critical of Meghan Markle on the show. He said, I don't believe a word that comes out of her mouth, right? The direct quote from Piers Morgan is he said that if she, I wouldn't believe it if she read me a weather report. He was talking about her report that not only was she suicidal, but that she went to members of the palace and that they basically dismissed her complaints about being suicidal. He said, who did you go to? What did they say to you? I'm sorry. I don't believe a word she said, Meghan Markle. I wouldn't believe it if she read me a weather report. OK, now this resulted in a massive outpouring of criticism because how dare Piers Morgan say that in his opinion, he doesn't believe Meghan Markle. You must believe. Right. As Don Lemon says, she fits all the categories. So you must believe you don't even have to check the story. You don't have to find out the other side. So this resulted yesterday in Piers Morgan on Good Morning Britain getting into a spat with this guy who is apparently like the weather guy on Good Morning Britain on ITV, right? who basically said that Morgan's take on the situation was disgusting and Piers got mad and walked off the show. I understand that you've got a personal relationship with Meg Markle or had one and she cut you off. She's entitled to cut you off if she wants to. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. Okay, 
I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry. No. Oh, Sorry. Do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, baby, not my No, 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 no. See I'm, you later. I'm being... Su- Sorry, can't this do this. This is absolutely diabolical behaviour. Diabolical. First of all, gotta love the Brits. So, he goes after Morgan. Morgan walks off the show. And now, Morgan's out of a job. Now, the reason that Morgan is out of a job is not because he walked off the show. The reason that Morgan is out of a job is because the government started to investigate ITV. And you know who's a person who put in a complaint to ITV? Our great victim, the victim of the hour, Meghan Markle. Because nothing says victimhood quite like trying to exercise institutional power in order to get somebody fired. That is definitely a good thing to do. And we're going to get to more of this in just one second. First, you know, I was up at 5.30 this morning because uh, my kids have decided that they are, are now going to collude in preventing me from sleeping. Now, each day, it is a different kid. They have a rotating schedule of torture. This morning, it was my baby, the squishy baby. She woke me up at 5.30 this morning. That meant I had to go heavy on the Black Rifle coffee. You got to kickstart your day and chase your goals with the most delicious, most liberating coffee known to man. I'm talking about Black Rifle Coffee. Black Rifle Coffee Company is a veteran-owned coffee company serving premium coffee to people who love America. Veteran CEO and founder Evan Hafer spent over seven years on the ground overseas with U.S. Special Forces and as a CIA contractor. Evan even modified his gun trucks during the invasion of Iraq to grind coffee anywhere. I know Evan, good dude. BRCC is continually committed to supporting veteran, law enforcement, and first responder causes. With the company's Buy a Bag, Give a Bag campaign, they make sure to give the gift of America's coffee to those that serve around the globe. In 2020, they donated over 6 million cups of coffee. They've got all sorts of great roasts. I love, I love my Black Rifle coffee in the morning. Love the smell of Black Rifle coffee in the morning. Go to blackriflecoffee.com slash Shapiro to get 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. It is the Unwoke Coffee Company. That is blackriflecoffee.com slash Shapiro, blackriflecoffee.com coffee.com slash Shapiro. The best way to enjoy that BRCC coffee is through the coffee club. That's a free subscription. Your chosen coffee is roasted, packaged, shipped free to your door on your schedule. In addition to convenience, you get special discounted pricing. You gain access to exclusive products, member-only content, partner discounts, and more. Go check them out, blackriflecoffee.com slash Shapiro to get started. Okay, so apparently, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Meghan Markle filed an ITV complaint against Piers Morgan, which is not babyish behavior at all. Somebody criticizes you on TV, so you file a complaint with their bosses. I'm sorry. That's childish behavior. Under any circumstances, that is I've received more than my share of criticism over the course of my career. I'm a public figure. That's the way that it works. I cannot remember filing a complaint with somebody's boss asking to have them disciplined for something they said about me. In fact, I have a number of fairly good friends whose friendships were initiated by them writing something crappy about me in a fairly prominent place and me reaching out and saying, I appreciated them listening to the stuff, even though I think they got it wrong. Hey, but not Meghan Markle, apparently. According to The Hollywood Reporter, neither ITV nor Archwell have denied that a complaint was lodged on behalf of the Duchess. Meghan Markle made a formal complaint to ITV following Piers Morgan's incendiary comments about the Duchess the UK broadsheet newspapers have reported. Both The Guardian and The Telegraph claim a complaint was lodged on behalf of the royal after Monday's episode of Good Morning Britain, in which Morgan repeatedly lashed out at Prince Harry and Markle over their revelations in the explosive interview with Oprah Winfrey. The growing furor over the former CNN host's tirade, one that also saw him storm off set after being rebuked on air by a colleague, would ultimately lead to him quitting the breakfast news show with ITV making the announcement he was standing down on Tuesday evening. Among Morgan's most controversial comments was that he didn't believe Markle's claims she had felt suicidal and had reached out for support from Buckingham Palace only for it to be rejected. Okay, so he didn't actually say, I don't believe that she felt suicidal. Right? He didn't actually say that. If you go back and you watch the comments, what he said is, I don't believe a word she says, which is a pretty blanket statement. And what he specifically cited was he didn't believe that she'd gone to the palace and the palace had been like, yeah, you're suicidal. Well, you know, if something bad happens, that's kind of on you. It's going to look bad for the family if we bring in a psychiatrist. Like they have their own medical team inside Buckingham Palace. 
Okay, the comments drew widespread condemnation, including from a mental health charity, and led to more than 41,000 complaints to regulator Ofcom. Okay, and this is where this becomes relevant for Americans. Okay, because we are now living in a world in the United States where many, many people in America want an American version of Ofcom. So what exactly is Ofcom? So Ofcom is a regulatory agency who's, who sees its job as to regulate the way that media is done. Okay, Ofcom is, a, uh, is, again, a government agency that is designed to regulate what people can and cannot say. In December of 2020, the regulator launched a review of what protections were in place with regard to mental health and well-beings of individuals who take part in their show. The Commons Digital, Culture, Media, and Sports Select Committee has launched inquiries into the reality TV industry, for example. Ofcom creates measures aimed at protecting vulnerable people and others not being used to, not used to being in the public eye. Ofcom has its own director of standards and audience protection. Okay, and so Ofcom, which is, this, again, this British agency, which regulates, it's sort of like the FCC, except it has an enormous power of, of over, over actual broadcast in a way that the FCC really does not. Ofcom is the Office of Communications. It's the government-approved regulatory and competition authority for broadcasting telecommunications. And again, they have wide ability to punish people for saying things that they don't like. So apparently, there was an official investigation by Ofcom, by the UK media regulator, based on Piers Morgan saying he didn't believe Meghan Markle, which is nuts. Okay, that's an opinion by Piers Morgan. How do you get investigated for an opinion? I'm confused. See, here in America, we have this thing called freedom of speech in the First Amendment. It's pretty great. In Britain, they don't have the same thing. European standards of speech are very different. This is why they have hate speech regulations. They, they seek to measure harm of speech against value of speech, which, of course, is a completely subjective decision. There's no limiting principle to it. And so Ofcom does this on a regular basis. According to Variety, Ofcom launched an investigation after more than 41,000 people wrote in to complain about ITV's Good Morning Britain host Piers Morgan's comments on Meghan Markle. So first of all, who gives a crap, right? In the United States, if a bunch of people wrote in to the FCC about me having an opinion about Meghan Markle, you know what the result will be? Nothing, because we have a First Amendment in this country, thank God. They don't have the same thing in Britain. On Monday's edition of the show, of course, Morgan made his comments. And so now Ofcom was apparently investigating. An Ofcom spokesperson told Variety, we have, quote, launched an investigation into Monday's episode under Good Morning Britain under our harm and offense rules. Harm and offense rules. Okay, like the, the fact that you have harm and offense rules in a supposedly free country means that your country is not nearly as free as you are pretending that it is. Now, Morgan did come back on the air on Tuesday before the walkoff. And he said, when we talked about this yesterday, I said, as an all-encompassing thing, I don't believe what Meghan Markle is saying generally in this interview. And I still have serious concerns about the veracity of a lot of what she said. But let me just state for the record on my position on mental illness and on suicide. These are clearly extremely serious things and should be taken extremely seriously. And if someone is feeling that way, they should get the treatment and help they need every time. And if they belong to an institution like the royal family and they go and seek that help, they should absolutely be given it. It's not for me to question if she felt suicidal. I'm not in her mind, and that is for her to say. My real concern was a disbelief that she went to a senior member of the royal household and told them she was suicidal and was told she couldn't have any help because it would be a bad look for the family. If that's true, first, that person should be fired, and second, the royal family have serious questions that need to be answered. But that apparently didn't fix the problem. Right? Morgan still had to go because Morgan had offended the woke princess. And the woke princess, the powerless, victimized woke princess, and her fans got him fired and got an investigation going from the Office of Communications in the UK. Okay, it's usually pretty easy to tell who is a victim and who is the victimizer in a situation like this. The way that you can tell is who is the person who is threatening to actually do something to another person. 
That's how you can tell who the actual victim is here. And Meghan Markle was not threatened by Piers Morgan in any way. He had an opinion. His opinion said that he didn't believe a lot of what Meghan Markle had to say. And I frankly agree with a lot of that. I don't agree with a lot of, I, I don't believe some of what Meghan Markle had to say either. I find it largely self-serving. But the fact is that, that in our culture, if you claim victimhood, this apparently gives you ultimate power to actually harm other people. See, here's the thing. We now live in a society where if Piers Morgan says something that offends Meghan Markle, that is considered harm. If Meghan Markle files a complaint with ITV with the intent of getting Piers Morgan fired, that is not an actual harm. So one loses their job. The other has their feelings a little bit hurt. And uh, one is considered a very, very serious harm. Now, how do we determine what the harm is? We simply look to intersectionality. We determine who's more woke. If you're woke, you're a victim. Even if you're the victimizer, you're the victim. That's the way this works now. The woke are the actual royalty. The woke are the actual American and apparently British royalty. Because now you have to be treated the way that royalty ought to be treated. No one can say a word against you. And if a word is said against you, you will be investigated. Maybe you will be fired. Piers Morgan did put out a statement he, uh, on Twitter. He said, on Monday, I said, I didn't believe Meghan Markle in her Oprah interview. I've had time to reflect on this opinion, and I still don't. If you did, okay. Freedom of speech is a hill I'm happy to die on. Thanks for all of the love and the hate. I'm off to spend more time with my opinions. And then he quoted Winston Churchill. Some people's idea of free speech is that they are free to say what they like, but if anyone says anything back, that is an outrage. He later doubled down. He said, I don't believe anything that comes out of her mouth. I think the damage she's done to the British monarchy and to the queen at a time when Prince Philip is lying in the hospital is enormous and frankly contemptible. If I have to fall on my sword for expressing an honestly held opinion about Meghan Markle and that diatribe of bilge that she came out with in that interview, so be it. I think it's fair to say, although the woke crowd will think they've canceled me, I think they'll be rather disappointed when I reemerge. Okay, we'll get to more of this in just one second. Because, of course, the woke royalty doesn't actually have to be royalty. They can just be members of our establishment media. We'll get to that in just one second. First, a lot is happening at your front door these days. You have a lot of packages that are being delivered. Maybe you have DoorDash delivering your meal. Now, you got a lot going on at that front door. You got to know who's at the front door at all times. And if you're like me and you got a bunch of kids, that means you got to keep an eye on the kids at all times. But here's the thing. I have three kids. I only have two eyes and they move in the same direction generally. And so that means it's difficult to keep an eye on all of them. This is why I love Ring. Ring helps me do all of these things. I can keep an eye on my home. I can keep an eye on that front door with my Ring devices. Now is the perfect time to upgrade your doorstep with the Ring video doorbell with Ring. You can see and speak to whomever is at your door from anywhere right on your phone. So you're never going to miss a visitor, whether it's your neighbor, dinner, groceries. You can keep those packages and deliveries safe. With motion detection, you'll get notified even if they don't ring the doorbell. If someone stops by or something is going on, Ring will let you know. I love having the Ring video doorbell. I've actually added Ring security cameras around the house as well. Again, Ring is going to make your life better and safer, and you're going to be more in control of your own home. Get a special offer on the Ring Welcome Kit at ring.com slash Ben. It comes with that Ring Video Doorbell 3 and the Chime Pro. It's the perfect way to upgrade your front door and start your Ring experience. Go to ring.com slash Ben once more. That is ring.com slash Ben. Go check them out right now. Ring.com slash Ben. Okay, so the woke being the actual Western royalty at this point. You can't say a word against the woke because if you disagree with the woke, this proves that you are unwoke and therefore unfit for public consumption. Piers Morgan losing his job over saying that he disagrees with Meghan Markle and doesn't believe her, that is not an actual harm. Piers Morgan having said he doesn't believe her is the actual harm because, of course, she is not just a princess. She's a woke princess. Okay, well, we have our own version of the woke royal case or cast here in the United States as well. They're members of our media. Taylor Lorenz is a pseudo reporter over at the New York Times. When I say pseudo reporter, I mean that Taylor Lorenz basically spends her days just trolling the internet for bad things that people have said and then trying to get them canceled. That is her main job. Most recently, she went on Clubhouse and she tried to get a, a tech investor canceled for not saying a thing. He didn't say something. She accused him of saying it. I think it was Mark Andreessen. 
And so she is, um, I would say, a, a bad reporter. She's not a reporter at all. She's an activist, just like many members of the New York Times woke editorial crew. Well, yesterday she put out a tweet, and here is her tweet. For International Women's Day, please consider supporting women enduring online harassment. It's not an exaggeration to say that the harassment and smear campaign I've had to endure over the past year has destroyed my life. No one should have to go through this. So number one, don't harass people online. Number two, if your way of commemorating International Women's Day is to say, and also, could you guys please be nice to me? That's rather self-centered. But Taylor Lorenz, of course, checks the woke boxes. She mirrors woke politics. She is woke herself. And so this means that the entire media infrastructure rushed to her defense for this rather self-centered tweet. So Tucker Carlson points out that Taylor Lorenz claiming that she's a victim when she spends most of her day trying to find people to get them fired and to ruin their careers is rather ironic. So Tucker went after her on Fox News last night. By most people's standards, Taylor Lorenz would seem to have a pretty good life. One of the best lives in the country, in fact. Lots of people are suffering right now, but no one's suffering quite as much as Taylor Lorenz is suffering. People have criticized her opinions on the Internet and it destroyed her life. Let's pause on this International Women's Day and recognize that. You thought female Uyghurs had it bad. You haven't talked to Taylor Lorenz. Okay, so the media went into full defense mode for Taylor Lorenz, of course. So you had a member of the Washington Post, the media reporter for the Washington Post, person named Jeremy Barr, tweeting out, notice how many times Tucker Carlson says Taylor's full name on this highly watched television show. That's not a coincidence. He said her name. So first of all, I thought we're supposed to say people's names generally now, but, but apparently not. Apparently we're not supposed to say people's names because if you say their names many times, then this is a form of targeting, which is a weird take. But the notification went out on the woke Slack channels. And so this became the talking point among the, among the media left. A reporter from Recode named Teddy Schliefer tweeted out, this is so dangerous. And Tucker Carlson knows exactly what he is doing. So Taylor Lorenz, who again has spent her career going after people and attempting to destroy their careers. If you mention her name on Fox News, this is a form of targeting now. Steve Peoples, who is a reporter for the AP, tweeted out, this is dangerous and disgusting. Someone asked for help after suffering online harassment, and this man mocks her in prime time, using her full name five separate times in an obvious attempt to encourage more harassment. We are better than this. Okay, I, I hope that the we are better than this crowd is, is ready to rush to the defense of people who actually lose their jobs and have their careers destroyed because people like Taylor Lorenz are reporting on their bad old tweets. I, I somehow doubt it. I somehow doubt it. The, the woke brigade are, as I say, when I say they're royalty, I mean that they are uncriticizable. You're not supposed to criticize them. You're not supposed to ask questions about them. And they have the power to destroy. They have the, the same sort of societal ability to excise people and ruin their lives as the royalty of old. They are the new royalty. And if you cross them at all, they will just come after you. Then they'll deny they've done that, of course, but this is, this is the way our society currently works. We'll get to more of this in just one second. First, you never thought COVID could cost you your home, right? Well, it could now because cybercrime is up 75%. By far, the most serious cybercrime to worry about is home title theft. That is correct. Cybercriminals, foreign and domestic, they're now after our homes. It's easier than you'd think. The title document to our home, it's online now. The thief finds your home's title, forges your signature on a quit claim deed, stating you sold your home to him. And then he takes out loans on your home and leaves you in debt. You're not going to know until too late, until you get those payment or eviction notices. Insurance won't cover you. Common identity theft programs don't cover you either. The instant 
Home Title Lock. Detect someone tampering with your home title. They help shut it down cold. Go to HomeTitleLock.com right now. Register your address to see if you're already a victim. And then use code RADIO to receive 30 free days of protection. That is code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com. You protect all your other assets, right? You protect your data online. You make sure that you're protecting your jewelry at home. You've got a safe. Well, why exactly would you leave your most valuable asset, namely your home title, out there for anybody to access? Instead, get Home Title Lock. Protect your most valuable asset, your Home title and the value inherent in it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address, and use code RADIO to receive 30 free days of protection. Okay, so how far has the woke brigade gone, the woke royalty? Well, they are ascendant in every area of American life. They're ascendant everywhere. So, for example, Winston Marshall, who is from a band called Mumford & Sons. He's the banjo player on Mumford & Sons, apparently. I'm not aware of the band, but all right. He put out a tweet a few days ago, and you can see this one coming a mile away. He put out a tweet a few days ago recommending Andy Noe's new book about Antifa. This is bad. This is cancelable. He read a book. Ooh, man, wait till they find out that Winston Marshall once read If I Ran the Zoo. I mean, my goodness, if they find that out, he's totally toast. So he then put out an abject apology for having tweeted out a book. Because if you tweet out a book that some people don't like, this means that you actually have to have your career destroyed or go into full penance mode. So Winston Marshall put out a tweet. It said, Over the past few days, I have come to better understand the pain caused by the book I endorsed. Again, this is the way this this crap works. You trying to ruin his career isn't an actual harm. Him saying that he read a book is an actual harm. We now are, are in a place where in order to designate something as harmful, no actual harm must be done. No actual harm must be done. In tort law, if, if you hit my car, I can sue you because you did a damage to me. If, however, we narrowly avoid a scrape, I cannot sue you because you have not done any harm to me. However, in American politics, harm is constituted. If I say something that offends you in any way, that is harm. If you try to ruin my career for having said something that offends you in any way, no matter how innocuous, like, hey, I read a book, then that is not a harm. That is you just zealously guarding decency. That's the way all this crap works right now. The only way, the, the, the deep philosophical roots of that, by the way, again, go back to the notion that I've now mentioned several times in the past few weeks, the notion that we define ourselves through expressive individualism, right? We want to express ourselves. Who we are is not how we interact with reality. Reality is of no consequence. We get to choose who we want to be every single day. Every single day. We get to define who we are every single day. And if you challenge our self-definition in any way, ad- advertently or inadvertently, then this means that you have somehow done us a harm, right? If you have if you refuse to acknowledge my self-definition, this is an actual harm. And I get to do whatever I want to you. So if Winston Marshall read a book saying Antifa is bad by Andy No, then this means that you can go after his career and you are good, you are righteous for doing so because he has done an actual harm. The way, by the way, that you can tell who the actual harm doer is. So in real life, the way that you can tell who's doing the harm is who actually did serious damage to somebody. That's how you can tell who did the harm. That is in real life. In woke land, which is now becoming real life, the way you can tell somebody has been harmed is by, are they a member of a woke identity group? If they're a member of a woke identity group, they don't actually have to demonstrate harm was done to them. All they have to demonstrate is that they were offended by something and you have challenged their self-identity. That is all they have to do. It's a hierarchy of power designed specifically to exclude certain people and to include certain people and to obviate the need to demonstrate harm. So Winston Marshall didn't do any harm to anybody. He recommended a book. You don't like the book? Don't buy the book. That's fine. But now he has to put out this mewling apology 
He says, over the past few days, I've come to better understand the pain caused by the book I endorsed. By the way, it didn't cause any pain. I've offended not only a lot of people I don't know, but also those closest to me, including my bandmates. And for that, I'm truly sorry. Okay, so that means his, his jackass bandmates went to him and they're like, bro, I don't like how you, how, it's like Beto is his, his bandmate. I don't know, that was mean, bro. You know that, that, that book that's offensive, bro. As a result of my actions, I am taking time away from the band to examine my blind spots. Oh, we're going to go to woke re-education camp. Sounds great. By the way, he ain't coming back to the band. And if he does, anytime he says anything else in the future, they're just going to slap him back into place. You know, that's the way this works. For now, please know I realize how my endorsements have the potential to be viewed as approvals of hateful, divisive behavior. The entire book that Andy wrote is about how Antifa is hateful and divisive. But if you read the book, and if you recommend the book, this means you've done something hateful and divisive because you have offended the woke. I apologize, as this was not at all my intention. Ah, but intention doesn't matter. Again, harm doesn't matter. Intention doesn't matter. All that matters is whether somebody's sense of identification has been challenged in some way. It doesn't matter if you did it by accident. None of that matters. It doesn't matter if any actual harm was done. None of that matters. Because absolute royalty comes with absolute privileges and the absolute royalty of our society now dictate the terms. Which means that perfectly normal things have to be gotten rid of. And when I say perfectly normal things, I mean like the word normal. So Dove Soap has now announced they will no longer use the word normal on their beauty program, uh, on their beauty products. So a lot of people use Dove Body Wash, for example, right? We use Dove Body Wash in our home and they have a bunch of different brands of the Dove Body Wash. They have like for sensitive skin and they have for rough skin and then they have for normal skin, right? Meaning not any of those things. They've now gotten rid of the word normal because it might make some people feel as though they are abnormal. And if you are abnormal, this means that you are bad. And so you feel bad about yourself. Now, if you are the kind of person who is walking through the soap aisle at CVS and you come across a Dove product and it says the word normal and you start crying in the aisle, I have a feeling your problem ain't the Dove soap. Okay, you need some mental help. If you are so offended by the packaging on a Dove soap product that Dove has to change the name of the product to acquiesce to your stupid desires, the problem is you. The problem is not the word normal. You are, dare I say it, abnormal. If you start crying at a Dove soap branding decision, this is because you are abnormal. You have an abnormality. That is not a normal thing to do. I'm using the term normal in both the generic and the statistical sense. Statistical normality suggests the vast majority of people do not cry at the packaging on Dove Soap packaging. At the words on Dove Soap packaging. The sort of generic sense of normalcy is that it is not a normal, regular, or reasonable thing to do to be very upset by the word normal on Dove Soap. But Dove is now acquiescing because Dove has to be sensitive. It has to be very sensitive to those with sensitive skin and not sensitive skin. According to the New York Times, the beauty and personal care company Unilever said on Tuesday it would no longer use the word normal on its products after a study revealed it makes most people feel excluded. Okay, no, most people don't feel excluded. Most people don't give a crap. Most people have never thought about this. It's just that when you ask people if they're victims, people know the math. They know how this works. Would you rather be a member of the victimized royalty or would you rather be one of those, one of those people on the outside looking in? So yes, I too feel very offended by things. And that, that sense of offense gives me ultimate power over the direction of society. Unilever is a company based in London. They own Dove, Axe, Sunsilk, and Vaseline, among other personal care brands. They said they would not digitally alter the body shape, size, or skin color of models in its advertising as part of the Positive Beauty Initiative, according to a news release. Because obviously, if you, uh, if you, don't, if you just leave women looking the way that they are, then that is somehow better than digitally altering the women for some reason that remains unspecified. In aim of these steps and others, Unilever said was to better, quote, challenge narrow beauty ideals. Yes, I'm sure that men will find completely different things hot 
now that you're no longer digitally photoshopping your models. Now that you just left the pimple on the face. I'm sure that, that, that you've, you're right. You've totally changed society's standards of beauties, standards of beauty. Now, now people will find completely, I'm sure that, that your new models will be you know, people who are objectively worse looking. That's probably what, it, and you're going to change society's standards of beauty along those lines. Probably that, that's what's going to happen. The advertising changes came after the company commissioned a 10,000 person study across nine countries, including Brazil, China, Nigeria, Saudi Arabia, and the U.S. The study found 56% of participants thought the beauty industry could make people feel excluded. Could, not does, could. Okay, which is not a real study. Oh my gosh, could it make somebody feel, anything could make somebody feel excluded. Anything. Literally all the things could make somebody feel excluded. Seven in 10 people agreed the word normal on products and in advertising had negative effects. Eight in 10 people agreed among participants aged 18 to 35. Because again, anything that threatens your sense of self-identity is bad. And if you say that something is normal and I happen not to check that box, instead of me just saying, okay, well, I guess I'm not normal on that front, whatever. Or maybe I'm not normal because I should reconsider my behavior. Instead, it's the word normality itself is the offense. 74% of participants said they wanted the beauty industry to make them feel better, not just look better. There it is. Society is now responsible for how you feel, which by the way is, is number one. It is the recipe for a failed society, also for failed relationships, by the way. If you expect your partner in a relationship to quote unquote make you feel better, that is a recipe for a failed relationship. You know who's responsible for your feelings? You. All you can say is that you wish that your partner in a relationship, that their behavior were better. But if you are making someone else responsible for your feelings, you are going to have a miserable life. And if you as a society are saying that society is responsible for your feelings, you are destined to have a miserable society. That is the natural outcome of all of this. The woke are in control of all the levers of power, meanwhile claiming victimization. It's an amazing, amazing thing. We're going to get to more of this in just one second. First, let us talk about making your company a more efficient place. Finding great candidates to hire, it can be difficult. It's like finding a needle in a haystack often. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along. That's why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Daily Wire. ZipRecruiter does the work for you. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it gets sent out to over 100 top job sites with one click. And then ZipRecruiter's matching technology finds people with the right skills and experience for your job and actively invites them to apply. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other services may overwhelm you with applications to sift through, ZipRecruiter finds you what you are looking for, the needle in the haystack. In fact, ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter got a quality candidate through the site within the very first day. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Daily Wire. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash D-A-I-L-Y-W-I-R-E. Just head on over to ZipRecruiter.com slash Daily Wire right now to check it out. Make sure that your company is running on all cylinders. You got to have the best employees. ZipRecruiter will help you do it. ZipRecruiter.com slash Daily Wire. Go check them out right now. You can try them for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Daily Wire. All righty, well, before we get to more, last November, we announced the one and only Candace Owens would be joining the Daily Wire family with a brand new show. Well, folks, the long wait is now over. Yes, I'm thrilled to announce the Daily Wire's newest show, Candace, will be premiering next Friday, March 19th. No one triggers the left quite like Candace, whether she's slamming Harry Styles for wearing a dress or getting into a Twitter war with Cardi B. Many have tried to cancel Candace. All have failed. It's, it's hard not to know about Candace if you are on the right. Candace, obviously one of the most popular figures on the right for a while now. Uh, jumping in where angels fear to tread. In 2018, Candace kicked off the Blexit Foundation, which aims to change the narrative that surrounds America's minority communities. She's also the author of the New York Times bestseller, Blackout, How Black America Can Make Its Second Escape from the Democrat Plantation. Get to know Candace. You know, the real Candace. 
every single week as she shares her humor, her insight, as she defies all the stereotypes. Starting next Friday, March 19th, Candace will be exclusive to Daily Wire members. If you aren't a member yet, go to dailywire.com slash subscribe. Use code Kansas for 25% off. That is dailywire.com slash subscribe. Use code Kansas for 25% off. dailywire.com slash subscribe. Use code Kansas. Get 25% off. Today, you're listening to the largest, fastest growing conservative podcast and radio show in the nation. All righty. So again, the, the left is on the march. You're not supposed to notice this, by the way. Right? If you notice this, it's very bad. You're supposed to instead focus on the spending bills and you're supposed to focus on the politics of the day. Now, the reality is you can focus on both, right? You can focus on the politics of the day and the spending bills. You can also focus on the woke culture. But when it comes to what impacts your daily life most, it is not, in fact, the spending bills coming out of Congress. It is, in fact, the woke culture that has invaded your business. I get, I will tell you, dozens of emails every single day from people at various major companies around the United States and abroad talking about the woke standards being shoved down their throats, what they are forced to say, what they are forced to sit through, what they are forced to endure. And if they do not go along with it, whether they are fired or not, and that, that happens on a relatively frequent basis. But then we're told by these woke higher-ups that, you know what, when they do this kind of stuff, when they fire people for their beliefs, it's because they have universal standards. The beauty of being a member of the, the woke royalty is that you can pretend that your standard is everybody's standard. This is what the CEO of Walt Disney Company, Bob Chapek, said on Tuesday. He addressed the firing of Gina Carano from the Disney Plus show, The Mandalorian, according to The Hollywood Reporter. The executive was asked about the situation during an annual shareholders meeting. Asked by a caller during the Q&A portion if Disney had a blacklist insinuating Corona by name was targeted for her conservative politics, Chapek responded, he does not see Disney as a left-leaning or right-leaning company. <laughs> okay, literally yesterday, Disney Plus announced that they would not allow the movies Dumbo, Peter Pan, and the Aristocats to be on children's playlists. They had to at least be seven or older to access those, those movies. Why? Because presumably your four-year-old is going to watch Dumbo and come away with racist understanding of black Americans, which is nuts. Okay, first of all, is there some racist stuff in Dumbo? If you understand the references, yes. But if you're four, do you understand the references? No, because you're four. Okay, you actually have to be in the, you know how long it takes people to, this is the same thing as Philip Bum from the Washington Post saying, I grew up on If I Ran the Zoo and never thought there was anything racist in it. Now I read it and there's something racist. Okay, well then it didn't bother you at the time and it didn't make you more racist, did it? How many kids have been made racist by Dumbo? Show of hands. Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? How many kids grew up thinking that Native Americans are bad because they watched Peter Pan? Anybody? Anybody at all? No? Because again, you don't have to show actual harm. All you have to show is quote unquote potential for harm. All you have to do is say, I am offended. By the way, not by something even directed at me because usually it's woke white people who are doing the work here. Usually it's woke white people who are like, yeah, Dumbo's racist. You know how many black Americans deeply care about Dumbo? My guess is a very minimal number. You know how many woke white college graduates care deeply about Dumbo? Probably a lot. There's a vast gap between what woke white liberals think about the world and what the people they are supposedly defending think about the world. For the same reason that woke white liberals use the term Latinx, which no Latino person has ever used or will ever use because it's idiocy. There are many, many Latino people who work in this particular office. We have several producers and security people and executive, executives of the company. We have many people working at this company who are Latino. Not a single one of them uses the term Latinx because it's an idiotic term. And yet the woke white liberals will use it. It's huge for them. Very important. And so when Disney does this sort of stuff and they say they're not right-leaning or left-leaning, we all know that's crap. Of course Disney is left-leaning. They're left-leaning because that's the expectation of them. 
Chapek says Disney stands for, quote, values that are universal, values of respect, values of decency, values of integrity, and values of inclusion. Oh, so that's why you fired Gina Carano for tweeting a thing that is significantly less offensive than anything that Pedro Pascal has tweeted about immigration in the past few years. Literally comparing immigration in America to Nazi death camps is what Pedro Pascal did. That's fine. Gina Carano, however, she had to go. Says Chapek, we seek to have the content that we make reflective of the rich diversity of the world we live in. And I think that's a world we should all live in harmony and peace. But don't worry, he's not left-wing. He's just going to spout a bunch of left-wing bullcrap at you. <laughs> I'm not left-wing. I'm just going to say the words harmony and peace and diversity over and over again. But that's not left-wing at all. Now, those are universal values that are only held by people I agree with who are left-wing. But I'm not left-wing. It's just absurdity on, on its face, obviously. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, not only do blinds enhance the aesthetic appeal of your home, they also offer practical benefits. By effectively blocking out harmful UV rays, they help protect your furniture and flooring from fading, ensuring your interiors retain their beauty for years to come. Their insulating properties help regulate the temperature inside your home, keeping it comfortable year-round while potentially reducing your energy bills. With over 40,000 five-star reviews, Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. You can measure and install them yourself or have Blinds.com send local professionals to take care of the installation for you. There's no showroom, no retail markets, no matter how many order installation is just one low cost. And if you don't have an eye for design, Blinds.com experts are always available to help choose the style and color right for you. Everything they sell is covered by their perfect fit and 100% satisfaction guarantee. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, Blinds.com is sure to have the perfect treatments for your windows. Shop Blinds.com's anniversary sale right now through March 13th for up to 50% off. Again, save up to 50% off for limited time at blinds.com. And when you check out, don't forget to tell them you heard about them at the Ben Shapiro Show. Rules and restrictions may apply. And unfortunately, it's this sort of absurd. This is one of the things that has happened on college campuses. One of the, one of the great sort of, one, one of the great sort of mental moves on college campuses is that many college professors, and I wrote this in my very first book, Brainwash, when I was like 19. So it's been a long time. It's been true for a very long time. Many people on college campus, because they have a bubble of their own, never know that there is another point of view out there about the world. They just don't understand that that point of view exists about the world. And so they actually think that their opinions are fact. And therefore, their opinions are universal. Right? Anybody who challenges that opinion is an outlier. Their opinions are the universal truth about the world. And this is how you end up with the absurdity of James Gunn. The, again, he's a Disney director, James Gunn, right? He works for Marvel. Disney originally fired James Gunn when a bunch of his bad old tweets came out. These jokes about, having sex with children and stuff. Right? They were obvious jokes. They were like 2009, 2010. And he ended up being fired from Guardians of the Galaxy. There were those of us, like me, I defended James Gunn. I said he should not be canceled for bad old tweets because we don't want to live in a society where people are canceled for bad old joke tweets. It's a mistake. So I stood up for James Gunn because even though I disagreed with the tweets and I think they were dumb and I think the jokes were unfunny and I think that James Gunn is wrong about politics, I don't want to live in a society where everybody gets canceled for violating the woke strictures of the day. James Gunn, however is a believer in the woke strictures of the day. He just doesn't want to be canceled. So James Gunn put out a thread regarding all of this the other day. He said, stop calling everything cancel culture because you're too dim to have a nuanced opinion. People can be offended by something or think something sucks, and that's not cancel culture. It's free speech. That's true. Cancel culture is where you get somebody thrown out of their job. To all those writing me about the times people get unfairly attacked, yes, that sucks, but that doesn't mean every time someone is offended by something, it's cancel culture. Calling everything that is a knee-jerk Calling everything that is a knee-jerk response that destroys your point. Okay, so far, I don't disagree with this, but here is where it gets fun. He says, Pepe Le Pew is offensive because of the way he treats that cat, but Speedy Gonzalez is not offensive, and so he shouldn't be canceled. Okay, this is completely subjective now. So basically what James Gunn is saying 
is that if you remove Pepe Le Pew from TV, that he has not been canceled because he deserves to be canceled. But you should leave Speedy Gonzalez because James Gunn, for some reason, loves Speedy Gonzalez. Don't worry, guys. It's not cancel culture so long as they're only canceling the stuff that I want canceled. As long as they're just canceling the stuff I want canceled, then it's not cancel culture at all. Okay, this sort of mentality has infused everything. It has infused our schools. It has infused our colleges. It has infused our media. It has infused Hollywood. It has infused our corporate life. This view is now crammed down by the Western royalty, the wokes. They are the royalty because in the intersectional hierarchy, they sit right there at the very top, at the top of that privileged hierarchy of people whose opinions matter. Great piece by Barry Weiss today over at Substack about how this is infused, America's elite institutions. She writes, the dissidents use pseudonyms and turn off their videos when they meet for clandestine Zoom calls. They're usually coordinating soccer practices and carpools. Now they come together to strategize. They say they could face profound repercussions if anyone knew they were talking. But the situation of late has become too egregious for emails or complaining on conference calls. So one recent weekend on a leafy street in West LA, they gathered in person and invited me to join. In the backyard behind a four-bedroom home, 10 people sat in a circle of plastic Adirondack chairs eating bags of Skinny Pop. These are the rebels, well-off L.A. parents who send their kids to Harvard-Westlake, the most prestigious private school in the city. And by the way, Harvard-Westlake is prestigious. It is a boatload of money. It's like 50 grand a year for your kids to go to Harvard-Westlake. By normal American standards, they are quite wealthy. By the standards of Harvard-Westlake, they are average. These are two career couples who credit their own success, not to family or inherited wealth, but to their own education. So it strikes them as something more than ironic that a school that costs more than 40 grand a year, a school with Charlie Munger, Warren's right hand, and Sarah Murdoch, wife of Lachlan and Rupert's daughter-in-law on its board, is teaching students that capitalism is evil. For most parents, the demonization of capitalism is the least of it. They say their children tell them they're afraid to speak up in class. Most of all, they worry the school's new plan to become a quote-unquote anti-racist institution, unveiled July in a 20-page document, is making their kids fixate on race and attach importance to it in ways that strike them as grotesque. They're making my son feel like a racist because of the pigmentation of his skin, says one mother. Another poses a question to the group. How does focusing a spotlight on race fix how kids talk to one another? Why can't they all just be Wolverines? Well, Harvard-Westlake has declined to comment. This, this Harvard-Westlake parents group is one of, the, of many organizing quietly around the country to fight what it describes as an ideological movement that has taken over their schools. This story is based on interviews with more than two dozen of these dissenters at elite prep schools in two of the bluest states in the country, New York and California. The parents in the backyard say that for every one of them, there are many more too afraid to speak up. They're all eager for their story to be told. Not a single one would let me use their name. They worry about losing their jobs or hurting their kids if their opposition to this ideology were known. The school can ask you to leave for any reason, said one mother at Brentwood, another L.A. prep school. Then you'll be blacklisted from all the private schools and you'll be known as a racist, which is worse than being called a murderer. One private school parent born in a communist nation says, I came to this country escaping the very same fear of retaliation my own child now feels. Another joked, we need to feed our families, oh, and pay 50 grand a year to have our children to get indoctrinated. A teacher in New York put it more concisely, to speak up against this is to put all of your moral capital at risk. Parents who have spoken out against this ideology, even in private ways, say it hasn't gone over well. I had a conversation with a friend. I asked him, is there anything about this movement we should question? Said a father with children in two prep schools in Manhattan, and he said, dude, that's dangerous ground you're on in our friendship. I've had enough of these conversations to know what happens. The atmosphere is making their children anxious, paranoid, and insecure, and closed off from even their close friends. My son knew I was talking to you. He begged me not to, said another Harvard-Westlake mother. He wants us to go to a great university. He told me, one bad statement from me will ruin us. This is the USA. Are you freaking kidding me? But this is the reality. This is the reality. Okay, the, the power in America, as Barry Weiss says, now comes from speaking woke, a highly complex and ever-evolving language. This is a point that I've made repeatedly and that I'm going to make in my upcoming book which is that wokeism is about speaking the lingo. It is not about making the world a better place. It is an entry card to the new ruling class. That is what wokeism is. 
A Harvard-Westlake English teacher welcomes students back after summer with, I am a queer white woman of European descent. I use she, her pronouns, but also feel comfortable using they, them pronouns. She attached a self-care letter quoting Audre Lorde. Caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation, and that is an act of political warfare. Woe betide the working-class kid who arrives in colleges and and uses Latino instead of Latinx, or who stumbles conjugating verbs because a classmate prefers to use the pronouns they, them. Yep, this is the world in which we now live. The woke rule. It is, in fact, a cult. It is a cult. And that cult is in control of the major institutions in American society. All righty. In a little bit, we'll have another hour of the Ben Shapiro Show. In the meantime, go check out the Michael Moles Show on today's episode. Michael will be talking about the ever-worsening Cuomo scandal. That episode is available right now. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is the Ben Shapiro Show. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to help spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out the other Daily Wire podcasts, including The Andrew Clavin Show, The Michael Moles Show, and The Matt Walsh Show. Thanks for listening. The Ben Shapiro Show is produced by Elliot Feld. Executive producer, Jeremy Boring. Our supervising producer is Mathis Glover. And our assistant director is Pavel Wydowski. Editing is by Adam Saievitz. Audio is mixed by Mike Coromina. Hair and makeup is by Fabiola Cristina. Production assistant is Jessica Kranz. The Ben Shapiro Show is a Daily Wire production. Copyright Daily Wire 2021. The White House stonewalls reporters on the record number of illegal alien kids being held in cages. Right-wing provocateur Milo Yiannopoulos is now ex-gay. And the Cuomo scandals get even worse. Check it out on The Michael Knowles Show. We'll get to more on this in just one second first. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving. 